0: Hi everyone, how you doing? It's Peter here and it is time for the PDG Advertising Podcast episode 46 and today is the 15th of July 2019 and you know how I like to update you on how the weather is in Northern Ireland here. It is it's what we call the sun is splitting the trees or splitting the stones as we say here. It just means that it's really, really sunny and hot. The office is like an oven. Um, We're gonna need to get a fan, our biggest fan, and get it blowing a breeze because it's too hot. So this morning we had our Monday morning meeting like we have every Monday morning, and it was really good. They are going on far, far too long. And I'm not sure why that is. It feels like time passes very quickly. And yes, I did just click my fingers there while I was describing how quickly the Monday morning meeting goes. But the things that we discussed on the Monday morning meeting, this is quite interesting. You might have heard a paper rustling there. And I we print out. there's only two of us in the office at the moment. And we print out an agenda for our... Um, tasks that we have to do even though we work you know right beside each other in the office i think is very um i think it's very important to keep a little bit of structure a little bit of organization a little bit of discipline into the daily workings of the agency and to do that we create an agenda and on the agenda is our pdg advertising weekly meeting got the date the 15th of the 7th 2019 and it's got the team which is Anthony and Peter and then it has our pillars on there and it's really important to be on there and if you've forgotten because I haven't mentioned it in a while our pillars are customer growth quality of service and brand awareness and we have those in in our office and mounted on the wall And we also have them on our weekly meeting um, agenda so that we keep those things in mind whenever we're talking about and to customers. We have a review of last week. We take a moment to step back and say, what happened last week? What did we do well and, and what did we do badly? We decide on our goals. Now, today was a really interesting day for goals. We normally will be working towards our goals. But today was a day when we could say that we actually met our goals. Our goals last week were to gain three new customers by a certain date. And we met that. Uh, We actually overshot that, which was great. Um, Then our second goal was to bring on a new team member, more customers. We need more team members. So we did that last week. And we've got our new team member starting on the 1st of august so what that meant for today is that we have had to create new goals and these goals are pretty pretty big um goals and we don't really think that it's a good idea to reveal those goals on on right now but like specifically what they are but i but i can tell you what they are one is about our environment here in the office there's going to be change happening soon so we need to prepare for that. Um, another one is about customer growth. And that's something that we need to um focus on. So we've got another target for customer growth. And, and if you can guess what that figure is, that target is, then um you win you win something. What do you win? You win something from the PDG advertising office. You might win the aloe vera plant um that's here. But uh We have another goal as well, and it's about our brand awareness for PDG advertising. And although I I don't want to go into the specifics of that, um, it's another growth goal combined with brand awareness. So we're really looking forward to attacking those goals as the uh, as the week goes on. So what we then do in the Monday morning meeting is we um, we then talked about something a little bit different. We talked about our our own social media content. Now, you're going to notice something a little bit different on the PDG advertising channels like Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Um, We've set up two posts per day. One is the PDG advertising podcast in the morning. Um, These are back episodes from whenever we were looking at the overall customer journey. So we're excited to share that with you. Um, And then in the afternoon, we have a post. Um, either industry news or um, a post from the PDG advertising blog Um, and in the middle of the day we are going to send some live action posts. So tomorrow you can probably expect to see me, my face, um, probably working in the PDG advertising office at some point tomorrow Um, and then we'll do more of the team and then we'll have more posts of some action shots of what we do. It's either difficult or really easy to do content for your brand. And I've realized that it's really, really easy because we can either say, oh, we're an online agency, you know, everything is difficult because it's all online, we do stuff for other people. But Anthony came up with some great stuff that we can do. I've had ideas for some stuff that we can do. It's really easy to do um, social media content for your brand if you're really interested in it and you're really into it. And we are, and I am, so being able to create this podcast, I mean, this podcast is just pure content from what's going on, you know, in the day um, on PDG advertising. It's like a journal. It's, it's something that we will use in the future to show what our journey was like. And this is content and um, social media posts are content, the blog posts are content. They're all about getting out our message, which is one that is so closely tied into our pillars of customer growth, quality of service and brand awareness. We just haven't nailed down that mission statement yet, but we, but we certainly will do. So we decided we discussed our social media content and decided to plan on how we get our um sales out there a little bit more, um and all of this is wrapped up in our in our goals. And then what we do is we go through our Asana lists um, with all of our customers in mind. So we go through every single customer, plan out what we have to do for the week, and make sure that everything will get done. And and then we're in a great state after the Monday morning meeting, knowing exactly what we have to do and when we have to do it. And it's just a really great, uh, a great start to the day. It's it could be seen as maybe overkill, but I don't think it is. I think it's absolutely necessary. I think if it got not the Wednesday, and we hadn't done that, we would be absolutely all over the place. So I um I plan on us keeping up this uh, PDG advertising weekly meeting. Um, for as long as humanly possible and it should be a big part of every tier of PDG advertising in the future. So today we did something really cool for a customer. We split out an advert set. Um, What happens on Facebook ads a lot of the time is we have to make a few best guesses of what we're trying to do. And what we did about two weeks ago was we launched some adverts for a customer of ours who owns some um, very innovative SMS technology. And we are trying to get people to sign up to this SMS technology. And to do that, we're putting in front of people adverts that show off the best of the platform and show off the benefits of the the platform. What we found was that whenever we were doing our adverts, we were getting like a cost per click of maybe about um, 80 pence or maybe 90 pence or so. Um, sorry, it's an uh, American customer, so it's in dollars, so it's about 80 or 90 cents. And th- there's something in me that always says, let's get that cost per click down and let's push it down as far as we can get it. And to do that, we need um, better creative and more um uh match the targeting to actually wants the the product so what we did today after a call with the customer to discuss some options um we split out the ad set into about five or six different interest groups and what we're going to do is we're going to run that for the next um 48 hours and we're going to measure and see how that's going and whenever we um see what ad sets have pushed down their cost per click will then start to um, replicate that with more adverts like that. And that then gradually brings the overall cost per click of those, um, of those adverts down. Now cost per click isn't the be all and end all of online advertising because you could be getting, you know, a million hits, uh, a million clicks for a really low amount of money, but they might not actually be producing any results for you. So a 10 pound click, cost per click which actually provides um a lead for a five hundred thousand dollar um software company um then that's well well worth it but a lot of people you would say well each click costs ten (laughs) dollars they'd be absolutely shocked but i wouldn't have any problem with you know ten dollar clicks if they were producing the results twenty dollar hundred dollar clicks wouldn't even be a problem It's not really like that, though. I think usually it costs somewhere around about at least 30 cent or about um, 25 pence for a decent um, click through, uh, for a decent cost per click. Um, Now, uh, we have seen clicks for, you know, maybe four cent or three pence before, and they've been good. But we don't really... um, We don't really ever get that first off. You know, it usually takes about 30 pence per click for you to start to see results. And then you can really, really optimize down. Now, what's interesting is most customers start off at about a dollar per click, which is way too much, but it's always a first guess for any customer in terms of the adverts that we're doing, just like this customer with the SMS technology. And that is something that we will continue to review and monitor every single day to make sure that we're doing the right thing. Um, We also are, are mapping this to our reporting every week to show you know what adverts are doing what and how well they are performing so everyone today on the pdg advertising podcast we are going to do a little bit of a wild card reading today um i wanted to give make sure that the podcast is aligned with what's going on in the world on any given on any given week and especially in tech so No better place to start than on the BBC News um, website. And let's have a look at some of the stories that are going on in technology right now. Whoa! My son spent £3,160 in one game. As politicians call for more regulation, you share your stories about children spending money within within games. How? How on earth are you letting is anybody letting their child spend £3,160 in a in a game could you imagine if you looked at your bank account and it was three hundred and three thousand pounds lighter because of some some game who's it? who's at fault here is that are the parents at fault is it the game that's at fault is it hackers who is it um i don't know who it is it's someone Um, there should be some blocks on on that for sure i think that's kind of kind of kind of crazy but for that to be number one story on the technology um on the technology uh, BBC website is a little bit disappointing. I guess. <laughs> I mean, is there not? Are there not people trying to get to the moon and, and stuff, or or new Neuralink? I know that there's a Neuralink announcement happening this week from Elon Musk and Tesla. Um, so that's something that will be happening soon. I mean, you'd think that'd be a pretty big, big news, big news thing. Um, so what's next Uh, virgin media probes why it blocked a giant gif site Um, so what on earth is this about so virgin media probes why it blocked giant gif site imgur so imgur is a site where you can find gifs i guess and it's investigating why it has mistakenly blocked customers from it yeah i suppose this speaks to the who owns the internet I mean is it the is it the internet providers? Is that who owns it? Is it the people? Do we own the internet? Is it the government? Is it I mean they can just turn off any any site that they that they like. I guess those gift sites are probably quite black markety. They're probably quite um black web, dark web, anonymous, all those different things. So I wonder if it's a case of there's been some inappropriate content put on there and they've had to block it for those reasons. But you know who who knows? Again, is that one of the most important things on the going on in technology at the at the moment? Um there's one here that's just caught my eye and it's it's quite interesting. So porn block. Porn blocker. So Margot James is extremely sorry for a delay in a porn age blocker. Listen, I don't know what your what your thoughts are on on this at all and I, I'm sure that um I'm sure that we will um see how this pans out, you know, where you have to put in your details in order to watch porn so that they know what your um date of birth is. Sounds very big brotherish to me, sounds very um totalitarian, but also on the same side is porn a good thing? I don't know, I don't really have an opinion on that, I'm not convinced it is, I think there's a problem with unrealistic um, body image expectations or unrealistic expectations of people in the bedroom and things like that but I wonder, you know, I wonder, I wonder how that will pan out but what is really important about it is porn is actually like it's, it's one of the most done things on the internet and it always has been. I mean, some of the first things that people ever did on the internet was, you know, to download naked pictures of people. So porn is a big, big part of technology and a big, big part of the internet. One of the first um things that got me into the internet, some, something that really got me inspired was a. Uh, um I can't remember who the guy was called. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that I'm gonna look that up. Um I think he was called Eric Carnegie. And there was a um, video on YouTube uh, about it. Let let me just pause here and find that so I can get a little bit more information on it. Eric Quailman, Socialnomics. That was the book. And we bought the book. And I must buy the book again. And I must um, must show it to Anthony and the team and and post it out there. Um, This video on YouTube was an advertisement for the book, but it didn't really look like an advertisement. It was wonderful. It had a soundtrack that was from Fatboy Slim, and it was um, the song right here, right now, um, or called Evolution. Well, the video was about Evolution from Fatboy Slim. But anyway, that was the background, and it's a really haunting track, and it's very atmospheric, and it's very rousing, and it's amazing. And um, this video just goes through. If you look it up on YouTube, uh, Socialnomics Eric Quillman, it's bound to be one of the first ones up there, unless it it's been dragged down or something. Um, how on earth you got the soundtrack for that I don't know and I must check that out I'd love that soundtrack in a future video um from from PDG Advertising but this it sh- it, one of the first things that got your attention was one of the stats that they promoted up was that porn is the number one activity on the on the internet and it's uh it, it's a driving force it it certainly is um, there's a lot of ads on it it's it's a dark part of the internet for sure. It's it's not one that gets the spotlight, but underground, it's one of the most most done things on the on the on the internet. Um, so I don't really have an opinion on it, but I do recognise that it's a big big uh, a big big part of the internet. And from what it looks like, is there's a little bit of a delay in making sure that people are over eighteen whenever they're viewing um, porn on the internet. Oh my goodness, and here we go. Crypto for car homes, one bad idea. A plan to develop a cryptocurrency to help fund and run car homes is, is put on hold. Bound to be at some point where we figure out what this cryptocurrency thing is all about. Like I've heard rumor of banks creating their own cryptocurrency. Facebook have created its own. Bitcoin has, has soared in the last little while as far as I, as far as I know. And I think it sounds really, really good. But I suppose that's the point of it. It's deregulated and it's off, it's off the grid, which makes it so interesting. But um, I think it's about time that we figured out some way of using it that was really strong, instead of like you know the volatility of Bitcoin or the untrustworthiness of Facebook or the banks. Goodness me, the banks creating their own cryptocurrency. I think that's a that's a difficult one to try to to try to stomach. But uh, but yeah. That that's that's apparently crypto for car homes. Not a not a great idea. Um, let's get into this a little bit. So back in April, this is Ro- uh, Rory Clellan Jones, wonderful technology correspondent from the BBC, saying back in April I wrote an un- about an unusual scheme that saw a car home organisation create its own <laughs> cryptocurrency. Carolorin Car wanted residents and investors to use the currency to buy rooms in its upscale homes and what it called car resorts. Sounds like a scam to me. Um, I would be very, very um, skeptical about something like that. If Bitcoin can't get it right, if Facebook is doing it right now, what hope has Carhome uh, got of getting that right? And are we trying to scam elderly residents? I don't know, but I don't like the, I don't like the, um, I don't like the sound of it. And a big news story that we'll end on is Facebook is to be fined 5 billion over the Cambridge Analytica scandal. Um, this is something that's definitely a problem. And just as I said about the cryptocurrency, when Facebook are trying to bring out their own one called Libra, silly name as well, having it at a Zodiac sign. I'm sure all the astrologists are going nuts about that. But I would you know, suggest that facebook one thing that's really interesting i read that facebook's shares soared whenever they got the five billion fine because they anticipated it and they said well we're likely to get that that's the world we're living in where you know whenever you get a five billion pound fine or dollar fine sorry four billion pounds that your shares rise because you anticipate it um i really don't feel there's enough being done to protect privacy but that's a bit rich coming from me who's and coming from pdg advertising who are creating adverts to go out to people on the on the internet i don't think that we violate people's privacy but um i i think that there's a lot of that happening and i think whatever happened in the cambridge Analytica scandal was not not good at all having said that i feel facebook does more good than bad so i hope it's around for a for a long time but there you go five billion dollars is what they're being fined and their shares shares soar um just gonna look up what facebook is is worth right now yeah, well, there you go. So, this worth, the Facebook worth is 68.9 billion. I don't even know what that would look like. How how much is a billion? Like, what? How much is a million? How much would that look like? In a, how much, in terms of dollars, if you had a million, or if you had one billion dollars on a table, and then you multiplied it up by, by 68, or then you could find five of them, you kind of, well, still got another what, $63 billion to, um, to to keep us all happy and, and keep us all in social media advertising and, and clicks. Um, I'm not surprised they're worth that much. I know how much advertising costs and how much we pump into it. And we're a really tiny agency, so um, it's not surprising at all that, that Facebook are worth that. But anyway, that is the roundup of news for today um, from from, face, from PDG Advertising and it has been a pleasure to go through it all with you that was episode uh 46 of the pdg advertising podcast and i um, really appreciate you listening if you've listened on a device like or a platform like spotify or soundcloud or anything it'd be really nice if you give us a rating on on one of them that would be really cool really appreciate it um it'll help more people hear this and Maybe more people get involved in it, subscribe and and like and all those different things. Um, But but I I really appreciate you listening to it. So thank you very much. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow with episode 47 of the PDG Advertising Podcast.